This episode is dedicated to the memory of Mr. Guadalupe Torres, Jewel Hill's father, who recently passed away unexpectedly. Our thoughts and prayers are with their family. They're dedicating this work week to his memory. Please show your support for this hardworking family and keep them in your prayers. Crush Barbecue Show, the show for folks who crush barbecue. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. In this episode, I interview Andrew and Jewel Hill of Embers Barbecue in Lubbock, Texas. I actually recorded this at Evie Mays in Wolforth, Texas during my Christmas break in December of 2018. I apologize for the sound. It was only my second interview. Uh, this is a story of a small town barbecue joint that has persevered through some tough times. Their motto is True Texas Grit, and they definitely live by that on a day-to-day basis. Their story will inspire you to never give up, and if you're like me, you'll want to give them a big hug by the end of the show. Their barbecue recently prompted a visit by Texas Monthly Barbecue editor Daniel Vaughn, which was followed by a great article. I'd like to thank uh, Arnis and Mallory Robbins for allowing us to uh, conduct this interview at the amazing Evie Mays. We even got a chance to get a, a short update from them. We hope you enjoy the show. So we're hanging out at Ebby Mays here, and who am I sitting next to here? Your dad. My dad. Oh. <laughs> no, Mallory. Uh, other than my dad. <laughs> Mallory Robbins from Ebby Mays Barbecue. So. This is a treat for me, obviously. I've been wanting to get out of here for a long, long time. I know you have. We're so happy to have you. Being a West Texas boy myself, growing up in Abilene. Yep. I, uh, you know, I'm having a blast. This this week is all about West Texas for me. So cool. Well, we're happy to have you. Yeah, so um, I'm here. Actually, I'm going to em- uh, interview Embers today. Yep. They're sitting right across the table Here at me. the restaurant. I wanted to come tomorrow because they're cooking at uh, in Lubbock tomorrow Their right? first pop-up yep. yeah so I'm excited for here, them I'll, I'll pass the mic to them and they can chat hold then... on before you do oh, that okay. let me ask you a really quick <laughs> I know you got to get back to work oh, no, it's all good all right. we have a short line she so, can handle it tell us kind of where you guys are at with your bakery Okay. And how everything is going right now. Just a quick update. Sure. Um, so the bakery kitchen has been open for a couple months. So that's fully operational for whole pies, cakes. Uh, we do wedding cakes, birthday cakes, pies, anything you want, cookies. Uh, the little storefront area here still needs a little time and money and love. Um, which we don't have the time and money part right now. So maybe after <laughs> Christmas. Um, but it's, it's almost done. We need to hang some shelves and some menus and clean up a little bit but yeah it's pretty much done which is great that's we've, awesome we've been paying rent on that space for a while so i got your ch- german chocolate german chocolate what you think oh my god it's incredible right? oh yes i can take zero and the banana pudding with the with that layer of uh crumbled up cookies oh, and so, so good. yeah they, they're delicious yeah and uh i tell you what now i know what the what all the fuss is about well, because the food was Amazing. Well, I'm so glad Amazing. that you came. So yeah. nice to have you. Thank you very I much. Into you, it's in Austin or I know some, somewhere else. I know. Yeah. So I'm I'm just so glad to be here and thank you very much for stopping by and just saying Absolutely. a quick. I will probably get with you a little bit later. Yeah, for sure. Hang out and chat with these guys. I'm gonna go get back on the register and uh, we'll chat in a little bit. Thanks, Mallory. Cool. Appreciate it. See you in a bit. All right. 
All right, so we're flipping over to Ember's Barbecue, and I'm sitting here with owners. Andrew Hill. And? Jewel. And Jewel Hill. <laughs> Jewel Hill. <laughs> well, thank you guys for taking the time to come and meet me here. You guys are located in? Leveland, Texas. Okay. Uh, but we are transitioning. Um, we'll probably shut down shop in Leveland at the end of December and um, be in Lubbock doing pop-ups. It depends. Our first pop-ups tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so we're starting off with breaking news here, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping right in. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are, are so Leveland is what, about 20 miles from Lubbock? About, uh, what, 35 or so? 35 miles. Okay. So about 35 miles. Yeah. Okay. So I tell you what, let's let's go ahead and, and kind of um, take us back to to how you guys got started. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. What were you doing before barbecue and all that good stuff? Okay. So um, well, we both went to school. That's what we were really doing before all of this. Um, we we're both art majors, and we we're having kids. <laughs> we have uh, two little girls that we had before, um, you know, all of this got started. Kind of the reason it got started, I guess, part of the reason. Before that, we were just working like what odd jobs. I worked at a gym for a long time. Andrew kind of did lawn care and worked at a power plant, kind of different things. Before barbecue, it was always barbecue for me. Oh, <laughs> good answer. Since I was a young little tyke. Yeah, so a power plant. I did a little bit of research. You were a maintenance guy also for a while. Yeah, sure was. I'd roam the halls. Uh, sorry, Xavier. I'd roam the halls. <laughs> he'll, he'll be listening. Um, no, I would fix everything in the apartment complex because uh, I have a lot of experience maintaining and carpentry and, you know, all that good stuff for my, for my pops. Um, yeah. But, uh yeah, and then meanwhile, I just was dreaming about recipes. Uh, what's the perfect uh, combination for the perfect flow in our menu? You know, uh, we have really simple meats, salt and pepper. Um, we try to do them to top notch, and then uh, our sides. You know, we kind of go you know out there and try to have a well-rounded menu. Yeah. Andrew's been uh, cooking for a long time. Um, I guess he worked at Bigham's Barbecue forever. I mean, I think that was like one of his first jobs. And uh, of course, it is like a different style of barbecue. It's not really the uh, the barbecue you see around a lot today. It's more old school kind of joint. But he would, you know, throw in his briskets every so often and work on his seasoning, work on his cook and stuff like that. And you know, that just kind of carried over. He would do it at home and, and things like that until he, like, perfected his way. The first salt and pepper brisket that I ever ate was, like, I read about them, but then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try that. And I, and I made it at Bigham's, and then I brought it home to Jewel. Keep in mind, she used to be an ex-vegetarian. And then I s sliced it for her, and she just looked at me and was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That changed your mind about being a oh, vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so just for the people that don't know, what was it? Bingham's? Where is that located? Bingham's Barbecue. Oh, Bingham's. Um, he, it's here in Lubbock. It's in Lubbock? It, yeah, okay. they have a couple of locations. He worked over at 82nd Street. It's like, he's like over 30 years old. And so Don Bingham was the original, uh, you know, the creator of it. Um, he had passed away in a car accident in mm -hmm. the 90s. So even like when it was, it's kind of weird because like even when I was young, uh, 
my my grandparents, my parents, you know, they'd bring home bigums and like I, I like I literally I remember this vividly in my past like they were talking about uh, Don Bigum uh, wrecked his car off 1585 um, and passed away. Like I remember that, and then like later in life, for whatever reason, my mm-hmm. friend gets me a job at Bigums. So then I, wor- I ended up working there like ten years, like pretty much, like off and on between school, construction, whatnot, uh, cooking, serving, managing, uh, mm-hmm. dishwashing at the beginning, but. Um, that's where I like fell in love with like serving people, you know, because I didn't get paid great there, but mm-hmm. you know, waiting tables, you know, going to get people's trays, ask people how how was it, you know, like there's uh, it's uh, it's good work, it's 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 being modest and uh, all the whole customer service side right, of the business and with people. Yeah. Were, were you cooking there as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, and like Bigham's Bigham's is huge on catering because they've been around forever, so like. Okay. And one day you might cook for, especially in the holiday season, you might have like four caterings lined up, and you got to cook for the restaurant. Yeah. And then you got to like have it all out on time, make sure everything everybody's got their order, and then cut all of those orders before you even open the restaurant. So like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like that's where my my, I guess most of my barbecue experience came from. And then, but like she said, I would smoke at home and stuff because I just love barbecue. And then. Uh, and my family was always cooking every single weekend when I was growing up. Like, guarantee that's what was going on Friday, Saturday. Like, what would they cook usually? Do you remember? Dude, my family's the bomb when it comes to like mostly like grilling. But I mean, like, they they are, they are like good. They yeah, or like eat fried food. Like it's just like southern cooking. Like, I mean, like my, my so like my parent, my papa when he was alive. My dad and my uncle, you know, out there drinking beer and like, you know, country music on, Merle Haggard, you know, the old stuff. Oh, the yeah. Stuff. And then, uh, you know, steaks. There's something we want to do at the restaurant maybe one day uh, or in a pop up or whatever. Uh, maybe over some direct coals, but they, they, they have this thing where they get a chicken breast and they put a green chili through it. I'm going to give away this now. Green chili through it, wrapping bacon, uh, and, and then, you know, it's marinated in, like, Worcestershire sauce, right? Oh, then, man. Then you grill it, and you put pepper jack cheese at the end. That thing will blow your mind every time, <laughs> every Sounds time. delicious. Jeez. That's awesome. So you, you both grew up with a lot of cooking in your lives, and that's, that's kind of in the back of your mind was something you always wanted to do for a living. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, uh, I don't know, this sounds cheesy, but it's just spreading the love, you know, yeah. when you cook. So, well, that's, that's you hear that all the time. It yeah. doesn't, it's not really cheesy because that's, that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you have that passion, it's almost like, man, I want everybody to, yeah, we taste want everybody this. to, we want to feed everybody, you know, right. and, and it's not about, oh, like, we want to make money and feed everybody like we just we want to feed you and mm-hmm. like be your friend and talk to you and get to know you and share some food and time and things right. like that we've we met a lot of people like in Loveland um since we started the barbecue joint and like connected i would say we're friends like multiple people uh I don't know. Maybe they'll listen. Marvin, Casey, like they come to the window every every week, and mm-hmm. you know, there are a couple of big barbecue guys who come and eat with us all the yep. time, and 
So I know you guys are mo- are planning on moving um, here pretty soon, but let's let's paint a picture of Level Land, kind of how big is that town, okay. and kind of uh, how you got started, the building, okay. all of that. Um, so Level Land's pretty small. Um, I think there's about maybe thirteen thousand people. Um, it's just you know little town. It's got one main street. Um, a bunch of like fast food places there's some locally owned it's not as small as other towns but uh it's not on the way to anything it's i tell people it's like it's an oil patch like people are out there working you know if you Mm -hmm. drive if you drive even more west from level land like from that main street she's talking about college avenue that where we're on it's nothing but pump jacks it's like i mean it's a Somebody they who had do. never seen anything like that would be like, wow, yeah. like, you know. There is um, a community college there, which I think helps the economy, mm-hmm. you know, thrive a lot. But other than that, it really is just a bunch of working people, working men, you know, oil-filled. Like what you made said. you guys want to uh, move out there and open your business well, there? Well, I'm originally from Loveland, so oh, okay. I grew up there. Um and you know went to high school there and all that and then i moved here but um honestly like we started this shortly after our first daughter was born and um it's something that we always wanted to do i mean from years back but we just couldn't find like the right spot and through school and all that it's just really hard um we originally wanted to do a trailer here in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back in oh, God, oh, oh. 2013, 2014, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was it was back, and Lubbock wasn't yeah. too keen on the food truck, food trailer they idea. Were <laughs> they were not there yet. They were not hearing out. They were not hearing out any like anything I had to say. I was like calling them, and like they were like, "What? Wait, so wait, like, what are you trying to do?" And I was like, "And I was just a young kid that worked at Bigums and didn't know anything about business, especially at the time." And I was just like. I was just trying to learn from the city, but the city didn't have anything like that. So there's no way for me to learn from the city. I just knew about like food trucks in Austin. So I was, I was asking the wrong city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess Arnis and Mallory also ran into the same issues when they first yeah, yeah. came here as well. Yeah, right. That's why they said about out here in Wolfworth. Yeah. 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 Has so, everything uh, changed since then or is it still it's, dramatically? It's, it's it has. Okay. The way it's changed. I mean, and not even just that, uh, the big art scene has grown a ton, which me and Andrew really love because we both, you know, went to art school and it's been like a big part of our lives. Um, but they have this uh, First Friday Art Trail that happens every fr- first Friday of the month. And I remember going out there and there was nothing. There was no galleries. I mean, there was like probably 20 people for the whole trail. And they were all our friends, like or people that we knew, you know, not like close friends or whatever, but... There was nothing, and then now just looking back at, on that and comparing it to what it is now, like it is a huge difference. There's they said there's they said there's like three thousand, five thousand people that go through that thing on those nights. Wow! And and you can tell like because you were walking through it, and you know we have kids now, and I'm like, she's like bring the stroller. I'm like I'm not bringing the stroller because you can't get through the crowd. But there's like uh, you know food trucks, bands playing on the outside outdoor stage they built specifically for that like they raised money and like i mean it's beautiful out there they have like you know they paved it with brick and like you know the stage area and they're building uh, pergolas out there like right now multiple um you know like tech for instance uses uh 
one of the old buildings, down, warehouse buildings down there for its 3D art. She was in that program, so mm-hmm. she did some art in there. So it's really cool because it's a bare minimum building. It, anyways, like... So are you guys planning to move into that area? Is that we, what? Yeah, I mean that's where we're going to be doing our pop up tomorrow. Oh, okay. We'll be in that area. Um, if, if tomorrow goes well, at least for now, like if I, if I see we're busy tomorrow, I'm gonna I already planned that I was gonna tell every customer that came up like we're, we'll be here next Thursday. <laughs> okay. Like because there's construction going on over there, and like we we kind of promoted to those construction workers, and so. I'm sure they would probably come back next Thursday if we like told them that, you know. Right. I think it can be a really cool spot just seeing the way everything has grown and there's a lot of food trucks around town now and I don't know like he said like that area is like a designated food truck area. Mm-hmm. But to be honest like nobody really uses it. Everybody kind of wants to go where the crowd is, which rightfully so. I mean, I understand that. They got to make their money. Um but I don't know. That spot is a great spot. And yeah. it can be a good spot if someone would just, you know, give the chance and Yeah. And try well, good luck to you on good luck to you on that. Um, you know, hopefully tomorrow goes really well and and you guys you guys continue to do well. Whenever you opened up, how long did it take? So, like I said, we were living here in Lubbock and uh, of course my parents lived over in Loveland, so we'd go all the time and we found this land and uh, we didn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to back her up. You take it. I'm going to back her up. First, we had our first baby, right? And I was working at that power plant. Okay. And um, that whole time I was working at the power plant, you know, this is my first kid. So I'm like, this is not what I want to do, but I got to, you know, it's what I'm doing right now. And like she said, like for years we wanted to do like barbecues, you know, something cooler. And uh, anyways, the day that I, I quit the power plant, me and my buddy like kind of just walked out honestly because our foreman was uh some crazy lady <laughs> yeah so anyways i told him we're smoking a brisket and we're selling uh brisket sandwiches on the side of the road uh we set up on the side of the road with a sign and not a single person came and bought a sandwich right? <laughs> it was like the biggest blow to me i was like and then my mom's like telling me she's like the biggest supporter of my life obviously mama's boy but yeah, she's like, don't let that get you down. So I'm like, it's not getting me down. I get it. Like, nobody wants to buy a barbecue from some stranger off the side of the road. <laughs> Anyways, so that um, that was before uh, the barbecue, you know, before Leveland. We, we went to visit her parents over there with the baby. Uh-huh. And um, that spot that we're in now, it was like a little drive through coffee shop area. And... Uh, yeah, that building was vacant, and uh, which it was a shed too. That's not what we're in, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Point is, I saw it, and we were like, "Dude, like that's right off College Avenue." Or I was, I was like, "This, you know, there's traffic. It's like 82nd Street in Lubbock." Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, "That's our safe bit." Like, like we're doing barbecue. That's what I said. I put my foot down, and I was like, "Let's let's, yeah. let's do it legit, like right here." So we had to do some things first. Like I went and talked to the city. Because, like I said, still, I didn't know anything about what to do. Just like back in the day when I talked to Lubbock. <laughs> so, I uh, went to Leveland and talked to the inspectors. And we I ended up having, like, this meeting about, like, like grease trap and stuff. You know, so they approved what I wanted to do. And, I don't know, she's driving around in the car with the babies because they were, like, upset. <laughs> They're always in the car. Anyways. Um, <laughs> did, did you, what were you cooking on back then? or? Uh, just to offset yeah okay and um and, where, where, and at that time that was like 
like a smaller grill that that my dad had built way back in the day. So um, that's I thought, what I, that's I what thought I, there was a backstory on that. On yeah. That. Okay. Well, that's our big pit. Okay. Uh, so that was the, that's part of the thing is like I first I got approved by the city and so. I walked out of that meeting like super happy and I'm just like literally walking down the street in level land like waiting for her to drive back down the street <laughs> to pick me up and I'm just like man dude like wow like that's like you know things are coming true and because I thought I was gonna you know I was like car- carpentry experience and like construction so I was like I'm gonna whip this out I had a plan with the shed thing I was like we're gonna turn this shed into a kitchen I'm gonna whip this thing out in like a couple months I've done a lot of remodeling projects like so I'm very experienced but uh, life and money and family and we had another baby and all of that it made it, it, it string out two years and so um when did you finally open um uh, on our this is just not even this is just by chance uh it was our five-year anniversary on, <laughs> on june 1st um and i was like happy anniversary <laughs> like, <laughs> like i know you appreciate it um Happy anniversary. Here's a restaurant yeah, for you. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at that time, even when the city approved me, like, we still had to do the kitchen, and then we still had to build the pit. And um, so, like, the pit, the backstory on that is that my dad, he owns some land that was given to him by my granddaddy. And uh, there's a tank that sat on that land. Um, my dad just told me that, I like, I used to lay on that tank and like it's behind like this little shed and i just go over there and walk around on it and lay on it and like think about life like when i was like young like five years old and then uh you know then i decided i'm like hey can i use that tank for a barbecue bit so um it's been sitting there from like the 50s (laughs) so he's like yeah let's do it so me and my me and my dad have chopped that thing up it was like originally like 30 feet so we've chopped our pit is uh has three doors on it that the cook chamber is like 10 foot so we we still have like plenty of that tank left to maybe do another pit or something it's uh, pretty cool so you used to play and lay on top of that thing yeah, just like and now you're cooking adventure on it i guess like while we were over there with my grandparents like i just go off in my own little world and do my thing but yeah that was like what's ironic like we laughed about it after we were making it we were like you know, never in my life would I imagine that that tank would have been a smoker one day or yet to provide for my for family. For the family, yeah. And, you know, it's been doing it for six months now, and it's like, I don't know, it's just wild. Yeah. So that's why I named the pit after my granddaddy, Quentin. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And are you guys pretty bar- pretty uh, big barbecue fans? Do you like to eat barbecue? you go to any of the other joints? <laughs> For sure. Um, so any of your favorites? We definitely plan our vacations around which barbecue joints we can go eat, which ones we can go visit again. Um, I know Andrew's a big fan of uh, John Miller and Black Box Barbecue. Yeah. Um, for me, I really love Two M. I don't know. We love Pecan Lodge. Oh yeah. Uh, God, I mean, there's not a bad barbecue joint. I don't exactly. All barbecue is good barbecue, exactly. right? <laughs> you've been doing the, the restaurant now for a while. Um, you've had ups and downs. And uh, all of a sudden, somebody walks in and uh, and does a review on you guys. Can you tell us about that special visitor and, and kind of how that day went? I'll let Andrew tell that story. No, I don't know. <laughs> 
No, um, should I tell the whole story? Okay, I'll let the cat out the bag on this one too. Uh, so the when he showed up, we had so a, the special visitor is Daniel, Daniel Vaughn. Vaughn. Yes, Daniel yeah, Vaughn. Yeah, the monthly. Everybody knows him. More <laughs> barbecue than, more, editor. Right? More than even I thought. Like because we've had people from Florida calling us and saying we made me barbecue. I'm like for real. Like yeah, you know it's just wild. I get a phone call. And I'm like, who's this from Florida? Anyways, um, the first day he came, he came twice. <laughs> this is my life in a nutshell. Okay. Um, so we were short staffed that day. We have one employee, but we also have our kids, and my dad uh, has been our babysitter. He lives an hour away. So we have had to take our kids to my dad, and my wife has, you know, stuff like that. So it's been it's been rough. So you know, some days she watches them. So that day it was just me and our one employee, Casey, and um, we had a catering that day for the city, which you know we had to take. Obviously, like it's good money, and um, but it was like right at the you know eleven o'clock. Yeah. So you know we were just like okay just post that morning we were like let's post that we're not going to be over till you know 12 12 30 you know people will understand you know mm-hmm. which honestly like we being in Leveland, people are working men so like our rush sometimes waits around till 12 o'clock and um so anyways i'm loading up the car with all of their barbecue and their sides and everything and then Casey's like, hey, somebody's outside. And I, like, look out there, and, like, you know, I know what he looks like. So I, like, saw him, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, because I was already, like, going to be late to this catering. And I was just like, no. Oh, my so goodness. So I was like, man, I was like, this is my luck. Because, I, you know, like, when you cook barbecue, and if you're really into it, like, Daniel Vaughn's, like, one of those people, like, you're like, man, one day I would like for him to try my food, like, just to see what he say, you know? Yeah. I mean, anyone, really, but he has, like... He writes, and it's, sure. it's interesting, like, you know, if you keep up with it. so An expert? You want to see what an expert's right. opinion is about yeah, your food? Like, Absolutely, you yeah. Know, how do you hold up or whatever? And Anyways, I saw him, and I was, like, immediately just, like, down, because I was, like, I had to turn him away because I am going to be late to this catering. Like, I don't have time. So, like, <laughs> I literally went out there and was, like, hey, you know, how's it going, sir? He's, he's like, getting back in his car. Um because it was before 11 actually it was right before 11 and then uh so i was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna open up today a little later like i have a catering i'm, I'm getting loaded up and then he's uh he's like okay and then i was like i was like well I, like i wanted to let him know like i know who he is but like i've been up cooking all night so i Honestly, I'm a, Jules always like, you're rude. <laughs> the next day, I'm like, I'm not rude. I'm tired. Like, I've been up all night. Anyways, um, so, yeah, I was like, I know who you are. And I, then, like, later I told Jules, I was like, I turned Daniel Vaughn away. And I was like, I pre- probably sound like a, you know, an a-hole. <laughs> like, 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 I don't care if you are. Oh, anymore. man. Like, that's not how I'm in it. Yeah, definitely don't recommend turning Daniel Vaughn away. Like, you just don't do that. But. You might not get a second chance, exactly. right? Well, thankfully. Well, he had some other joints in the area to, to, to go eat at. And um, so he's like, well, I guess I'll see you next trip. And then in my head, I was like, well... You know, the level end, we're probably not going to be open. So I was like, I don't know. Like, it, I didn't tell him, but I was like, there's probably not going to be the next trip. So I was just like, okay. And then I was like, oh, you know, whatever. And then, uh, so then 
He's like, oh, are you going to be open tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, 11 o'clock. And, and then, Hang on a second. Were you planning on closing down or were you yeah, planning? Like at that point, yes. Like we, our business was going down like yeah. the hill and just because the business is weird in Level Land. Like, yeah. like you said, there's so many fast food places and it's not on the highway to anything. Yeah. It's an oil patch. So like our best days, even though we don't have dining, our best days are when it's cold and rainy. Because all the oil filter guys are off. Yeah. And like, you know, we never could have would have saw that. But like when it's rainy, we're like, we're gonna have business. Yeah. And then like in the in the middle of the night I'll see, you know, four o'clock in the morning, I'll see the oil filter guys leave to go to work. And then I, about thirty minutes later I'll see him come back home and I'm like, We're gonna have a good day. Like thank yeah. you. But you know, in West Texas, like it don't rain all the time, you know. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, we were we were already gonna call it quits over there and i already told jewel like i'm gonna you know i gotta provide for the family like so i'm gonna get a trucking job or go back to carpentry or something like for now like you know i've been doing barbie forever so i'm like that's what i love like so i probably will do it some more but she's got the itch so bad now that she's like no we're not stopping we're going to lubbock and we're going to do pop-ups and i'm like you know this before day and so then i'm like well like I guess we could try Pablo. So I don't know if we, I don't know how many people in Lubbock know about us. Some people do because mm-hmm. they come and see us, you know. But uh, and then he, Daniel Wong came, which I guess it, it was like the perfect timing. He did come back the next day. Thank God. I told him I was like, I'm, oh, it was the very next day. Yes. Okay. And he went and saw Rahino right after us, Rahino Barbecue. And um, anyways, like yeah, I was like, I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm so sorry that like I turned you away. Like I hate that. Like. He's like, no problem. He's Damon is like super cool dude. Yeah, yeah, very, very nice very guy. Genuine. No, I mean, he seems genuine. He's a very cool guy. But uh, yeah. Anyways, like I kind of just like chat with him about our situation, and um, I don't know. He was like, he. I I don't know if he didn't understand it. Or I don't understand it still. <laughs> kind of, because um, ever since we've opened, people like tell us. Uh, this is the best barbecue I've ever had, and you know, multiple times a day. And I'm like, I'm like, I've grown accustomed to hearing it, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of what gives me the confidence to go to Lubbock or to keep cooking. Because when we opened, you know, your friends or family might say, man, that's an amazing barbecue, but like, it's different whenever strangers left and right are saying, that's the best bite I've ever had. Yeah. Then, then you're like, holy smokes, like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's confidence boost, and you you kind of want to see who else thinks that, or like, like like Jules said, you just want to serve people. You want to make their day, you know? Sure. So, in Lubbock, for instance, I mean, we're trying to, we're always trying to improve our food and and do different things, but like, we're gonna be doing like uh, some craft biscuits and some. Uh, homemade buns for our sandwiches that's a good segue let's let's jump into the menu so what all do you guys cook as far as meats and your sides um so our meats we always have the brisket uh sausage ribs and then we uh we do pork belly a lot now the the pulled pork people would never order it but what we figured out, at least in Leveland, is that like when we mix up our menu day by day, then the people who come, they're more likely to say, "Well, what, what's that? I've never had that," and then they'll try it and they'll actually buy more, um, which is good for us. Yeah. But you know, pork belly, 
it's interesting. A lot of people haven't had it. And then our poor belly like melts in your mouth. I know not everybody's poor belly is the same. Some people do the the uh, crispy th- uh, skin on top. You know? Right. I don't. We don't do that. But um, I don't know. Like every joint, the barbecue is a little different. And what are you, what wood are you using? Um, we use oak. And then like here recently, I started to throw in just like. Not that much, but just a little bit of mesquite here and there just for flavoring because, uh, I don't know, we, we were talking about it and we were like, we love that, like, you know. And honestly, I was always scared to throw a piece of mesquite in because, like, it can get out of hand. And that's one thing about our barbecue that, like, people are complimented too. Like, a painter one time told me, you know, like, I like eating here because I can go uh, go back to work and I don't have, like, burp, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> the indigestion. Like, your barbecue doesn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's because I'm burning clean smoke, like, the whole time, you know. So, but, yeah. And your sides? The sides, we have a very popular green chili cream corn. Everybody everybody loves that and eats that up. Um, and then we do our barbecue beans, kind of vinegary barbecue beans. Um, they're, they're sweet. And then... Um, we do. We've done different potato salads because we're picky about that. And like I said earlier about having a rounded, well-rounded menu. Mm-hmm. Each one, I'm like, I don't know if that's what I want. Like to me, I'm like, that's not well-rounded. So we're actually about to do our third potato salad in Lubbock tomorrow. Um, and it's very good. It's, it's so da- Daniel Ra- Daniel Vaughn wrote about uh, the conchitas. Yeah. So tell me about those. Those sound delicious. I tell everybody like I cook forever, um, and my family did too. But when I met Jewel, I was introduced to to Mexican seasonings more, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, comino and stuff. So she's the credit for both those sides, the brisket stew and the the conchitas. So I'll let her talk about those. Yeah, I hear it's a family recipe, huh? Yeah. So um, I basically so I grew up. Poor. I mean, <laughs> God, like, it was back in the day, I have five brothers. I mean, what do you expect, right? Yeah. So, um, we, my mom did a lot of cooking, just throwing things together. But if you're Mexican, you've had conchitas before. Oh, heck I mean, yeah. You know, so. I was um, just telling my dad about them on the way here. I'm yeah. like, man, now I want some and some fideo too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just we love it we eat it all the time anyway so then i just kind of told andrew well what if we make that aside and throw some brisket in it and so we did and it really took off i mean people love it the same with the stew yeah i mean we can like double triple that recipe and it's gone yeah it's just so for folks that don't know, so conchitas are like little shells, yeah, pasta so shells. Yeah, so what I do is like I kind of toast it. Um, I toast the pasta shells and then I throw in some seasonings, a little bit of uh, tomato sauce, garlic, cumin, you know, whatever. And uh, then just throw in the brisket and it, you know. Oh, man. It. <laughs> Let it stew a little bit. Yeah. Oh, It's very homey, very comforting. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Yeah. The stew is uh, some seasoning. <laughs> I don't want to like. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm like I don't want to give away all my seasoning. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's essentially the same thing, a little different, and uh, it, you know, it's got corn and green beans in it, and the same thing. We we throw in the brisket and. Yeah, I used to make it all the time, just with like ground beef at the house, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just thought. Then when we threw the brisket, we were. She was like, taste this. When we threw the brisket in um, instead of the ground beef, 
she made me taste it and I was I literally like leaned against the door because I was like that right there is like like I love that stew like <laughs> and obviously everybody else does too like people um I mean people come up there and buy, they, buy, they buy it out dude that's all they want they call it, you got the brisket stew <laughs> yeah that's great so I know, I know. Like I said, Daniel Vaughn was a was a big uh, fan of that. Uh, after the visit, did things change for you guys? Did you see an uptick in business? Um, I know it gave you some more confidence. I know that's yeah, yeah, for sure did. Um, I think we've definitely seen an increase in business. Um, you know, people from Lubbock are starting to come out. People are calling us from other states, wanting us to ship stuff, which we've never done. So that's kind of crazy. Um, it's definitely been awesome. We're super grateful for the fact that he came and even more grateful for the fact that he came back because, mm-hmm. you know, you just, that, I don't know, you just don't get that chance, I think, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I know. You know, also another thing is that the barbecue community all sticks together, right? So it seems like everyone, everyone wants to help each other out. Have you guys leaned on any other pit masters or have you talked to any, anyone else that has kind of helped you along, giving you advice? Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been by here to even maze, like even back in the day, uh, just to talk to them, like look at their pits a little bit. That was before we built our big pit. Mm-hmm. And, um, because you know we had smaller pits, but I was like, I don't like, I don't want to mess up a huge pit, like, because you know, sure, you know, you gotta patch it back up or whatever. I don't know. You want to get it right the first time, exactly. Which we did, like, we did a good job. Like, so our pit, our pit functions really well. Like within five degrees, sometimes it's running two fifty on one side, two fifty on the other. You know, so you, you said uh, Saul also gave you some tips. Yeah, two uh, M Smokehouse, um, awesome guy very very uh, down to earth dude um so he kind of just gave us some tips on like just on like our menu pricing and stuff like that was way before you know that was before we opened and you know he didn't like brush us off his shoulder like oh they want to open a barbecue joint like he was cool like yeah and then so and then Rahino barbecue they opened up like the same month we did in Olton and they they constantly help us um we're actually using their one of their little small pits because it has uh, wheels for oh, our cool. pop-up so like until i can get our big pit out of our cook shack and on yeah. a trailer so big thanks to them i love that right he knows i need to get out there and yes, check them out dude, as well yeah he knows is very on point they're they're brisket yeah um isaac from pit forks like you know i gave him a call before we opened because they they were open like a year i think before we were and uh, or about and uh yeah so i called him and just kind of asked him how much you know how much you cook on the first day you know stuff like that and isaac's like him and his wife are like some of the most positive people always man like you could say i don't even understand it because i'm like i could say something and he's like you we got this like i feel like like they I feel like they can have like the worst day and they still like have a smile on their face. They're still pumped about what they do. I mean, I don't know how their days are, but I'm just saying like they really are super positive people. And they're out in Slayton, they're, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been wanting to hit them up too. Unfortunately, yeah. this being living in California and being on a short schedule, I wasn't uh, able to come out on Thursday, but uh, definitely on my radar too. I want to get out there next yeah. time I'm in Texas. Yeah. So, um, Oh, that's great. That it's great to see that community spread out all the way here to West Texas, and it just continues to grow. Um, I have a question for you. I was kind of peeking at your Instagram, 
and uh, you guys are big time into music, right? Yes, we are. I, I read your blog, Jewel. You have a blog called Barbecue or Die, which is fantastic, by the way. If you guys get a chance to read it, it's got a lot of good stuff in there. Talk about your bees and all of that. And, yeah. and your music, right? Your love of music that you both share. Uh, you even got a top ten list on there of 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 great music and uh, you know little Towns Van Zant and a little bit of uh, Johnny Cash and uh, Waylon Jennings and uh, even a guy named Andrew Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, ain't easy money. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, I guess that could be the name of the song. I don't know. That's what I named it. That's why Jill named it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so we, what inspired we, we, we that? We love music. Yeah. I mean, we always have growing up, in, like in, like in high school, I was playing and like wanted to play in bands all the time. Like that's what I wanted at that time when I was younger. I was like, I want to play in a band and travel, you know. And so me and my friends, we always jammed, and you know, it was more like rock and roll at the time, like underground stuff. And but you know. When I grew up more, I became the working man, you know, from yeah. my dad's shoes. Then, uh, you know, you just go back to your roots. And, like, I, I re-realized, you know, like, I love classic country. Like, I don't know what age that was where I realized that. But I was just like, that's what I like. The, like, it hits a spot in my, yeah. in my heart. And then, uh, you know, Texas country, it, you know, it has, like, a link to to that and it's huge in lubbock texas like yeah oh yeah i mean people from lubbock are getting on the radio every single day because they're it's great music uh anyways if you go down to, to the blue light on monday night singer songwriter night you can hear a lot of acts that you probably in five years might hear on the radio there's, there's plenty and they still play down there like on a monday night they'll show up william clark green or randall king or or whoever you know yeah Cleto cordero from violin Ca- uh, calvary but, uh, so we got a surprise. We're going to bring out a guitar here so you oh, can play no, us, no, your song here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, that song. That song is uh, that song's Jules' little uh, little heartbreaker song. Yeah, for sure. I like trying to write really sad songs. I feel like th- those are good songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one, uh, can I talk about it? Okay, so that song. Um, you know, you've heard all about our hard times with our business and stuff, but it's, you know, we've had hard times just in life as everybody has. Um, so that song just, it hits me right in the feels every time because, uh, we had our second baby and, uh, with our first baby, Andrew was gone working all the time. So I went home from the hospital. He didn't even stay with me at the hospital. He started a new job the next day. I went home from the hospital without him. You know, I was home alone all the time. Um, and then the second baby, we were working on barbecue. So it was the same thing. He'd go to work, his regular eight to five job. Immediately after, he'd go to his dad's shop. They'd work on the pit or whatever they needed to do. And I was, yeah, he'd come home at like midnight, one o'clock. I mean, sometimes really late. And I was back in the same boat, kind of doing the same thing with the second baby on top of the first baby mm-hmm. and it finally just got to the point where i was like andrew like i need you to be home just for a week two weeks like you have to i can't even talk about it. like my voice is shaky like i just i can't i don't know and so he wrote that song the song, the song came about because um i had got a, a printing job at slate group printing in lubbock uh so i was a print press helper 
It was a very grueling job. Like, if anybody else, anybody out there wants to be a print press helper, and it says you, all you gotta do is load paper. I mean, I worked hard jobs. I've dug ditches, like, like you know, worked in the sun. This job, <laughs> it broke me down. I'm in my knees, in, in my hands. But uh, anyways, somebody said something like, "It's easy money," which I've heard time and time again working in different places. Like, easy money, easy money. And I'm like, you know, I, I realized at that moment, I'm tired of hearing easy money mm-hmm. because it ain't easy money. And then so that's where the song came from. That's awesome. <laughs> that's a cool story. Um, what I was going to earlier is that on your Instagram page, um, I guess you're a, a prodigy. I don't know if that's you, but uh, there's a picture of you and there's a keyboard there. Oh, and no, you were, <laughs> your brother is just jamming <laughs> on the keyboard, and at one point uses his toes to play the. Key- My brother is um, a class act. Uh, he's a very special individual. That's one of the funniest things I've seen. I saw it probably like. I think you have 178 views, and like 78 of them are mine. That's funny. Yeah, so the listeners out there. That was at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you need to go check out. Uh, what are you guys, your Instagram? Ember's Barbecue? Yeah. All together? Uh, yeah. Okay. Barbecue is spelled out uh, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. Okay. So after the podcast, look on Instagram, follow these guys, and look for, <laughs> <laughs> look for the picture with the keyboard in front of it. It's one of the funniest things ever. So good. Well, I appreciate you guys um, taking the time uh, and really coming up here from uh, Level Land wish you all the best of luck in your new venture here in lubbock hopefully everybody if you're listening please come see us like i said thursday tomorrow we're doing our first pop-up over there um in lubbock so at the what's the address it's five and j fifth avenue j um there's art galleries over there it's at the casp which is (laughs) it's art galleries uh by the luca across from the new buddy holly performing arts center they're building um but yeah if it goes well tomorrow we're gonna be down there like i want to say every thursday and we might even add on friday if people show up so yeah support small businesses for sure and what's your slogan i love it by the way (laughs) hashtag real texas grit real texas grit that's so awesome (laughs) i'm ready for you guys to make more shirts and hats because i'm gonna be in line for that that's that's just such a cool it's kind of it's a task to do that we pull our own shirts and stuff Mm -hmm. we have like a big screen printing press and stuff like that and so we do it all ourselves so it's kind of hard to get around to actually doing yeah (laughs) we're like we need to make shirts yeah i plan to make some barbecue or die shirts too yeah we'll see but that's awesome yeah yeah well i'll definitely be in line for that and uh your kids names before we sign off it was uh Hazel, Hazel May. So yeah. you have a May also, yeah, right? Hazel May. Hazel May. Mm-hmm. And Towns Olivia. And Towns mm-hmm. Olivia. And how old are they? Uh, Hazel's three. Towns will be two in March. Okay. Yep. And they love their barbecue. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Every time a barbecue um, video or something pops up, Hazel's like, mm, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> Hazel, uh, she saves up her change and stuff to go buy brisket. <laughs> so. That's awesome. So this is a small, hardworking family. Uh, you guys definitely get out there and support them if you're in the area. Even if you're not, head out to Embers. Uh, look them up to see where they're going to be. Hopefully uh in lubbock and uh and prospering so good luck to you guys what piece of advice would you like to give to our fans out there um well throughout this whole process i think i've really just 
come to realize that anything is possible. I mean, literally anything. If you can dream it, it can happen. And Andrew is one of the most stubborn, hardworking men that I've ever known. I mean, he doesn't take no for an answer. And so I guess my advice would just be don't give up. I mean, keep trucking. Times will get hard and you'll have your good times and your bad times. But if you love it enough, it'll it'll turn out. So just don't give up. My advice for all the men out there is just uh, find you a good woman and stick with her. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, thanks again, Andrew, Jewel. We appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back soon. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe. Leave us a comment and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I Crush Barbecue Show. That's I Crush BBQ Show. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, happy crushing. <laughs> <laughs>